And this is behind the showroom. Because we are, well, we're off to the side we're now. We're beside the showroom. We're behind the old showroom, but, but currently we're to the side. Right, because I named the podcast before we, some comics came in and <laughs> forced, you. forced me to move <laughs> the stage because they're rude like we, that. We did kind of. We already talked to Carlos about it. So uh, episode one, um, we talked about bullying Jenny. <laughs> Jenny's a hard stage. person to bully too. Oh, it took a team. It did. Took a team. <laughs> it and took two a team. days. <laughs> Actually, it took Carlos like six months. But yeah, you guys were uh, there yeah, for yeah, the last yeah. two days of it. That we really were, made it. Mm-hmm. That really pushed it to the edge. Mm-hmm. Pushed me to the edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the first day of the renovation. Yeah. I was right. already. You weren't stressing. <laughs> Not at it's all. It's like don't be throwing changes in on all my stuff. <laughs> right. I know. No, but it's worked out, and now we are beside the showroom. All right. But behind the showroom. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, in the green, green room. In the green, green room. It is a green, green room. But it is. Apparently, that's not that odd. Are most green rooms green? I don't know. Most of them are just rooms with, you know, sheetrock and comics write shit all over the walls. And mm. I've thought you know. about that, like having... Yeah. But I don't know, but then I don't want it to look too messy. And I'm super OCD. What? <laughs> I know. It is pretty kind of messy. But I mean, like, yeah. on the walls. Like, I would want yeah. to, like, tape it off and have You'd squares. You'd want to have a section. And, you're right. This and is your square. Your, right? Don't, your don't signature can only draw be this outside big. the lines. Right. Because kinda... comics would, like, they'd, I know. they'd make I know. crazy, I think. I, I mean, which is part of the charm, I guess. But hmm. yeah, I'm the one that would have to comics look at it. Comics are pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. I've never met any crazy comics, huh. Brad. I mean, every- it's, it's like it's almost to the point where you wonder if you had a if you have if you're normal, you don't have mental issues, or you didn't have a really crappy upbringing. Could you really do comedy? <laughs> right. That's a, that's a that's question. a legit question. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Have you met a well-rounded individual successful in a comedy career? Hmm. Not yet. That, <laughs> and you and you know a lot of comics. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, how long have you yeah. been doing comedy now? Uh twenty something years, maybe twenty five, twenty four. Is this like yeah. like when, when like you I don't even keep age, track of it? Yeah. Even... No, I am past. You know, <laughs> even being able to remember that far back. I remember where the first first time I did stand up. Yeah. Where's that? Was it the uh, Horseshoe Bar Grill? Okay. And Loomis. Okay. And it was a show that uh, Todd Paul used to oh, yeah. produce. I and I would walk around and do close-up magic. And they would feed me. And they paid me 100 bucks for the night. And then uh, they would have comedy after dinner. And uh, he was listening to me, you know, when I'm walking around. Because I don't do, like, serious magic. And so I was always do talking about my kids. serious? Not really. Okay, no. good. No. Um, and so he was listening to me talk about my kids and stuff. He goes, dude, you need to just get up and do some stand-up. All those stories about your kids and everything. And he goes, next month, I want you to just get up and do 10 minutes. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd been doing, that's a long time for somebody who hadn't done uh, stand up, yeah. but because I had been doing magic, I just pretty much took magic out 
the jokes I would tell in between tricks, talking about my family, just bunched that all together and got up and they laughed. And, you know, that was yeah. the first uh, shot of heroin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here you are still doing here it. Here I am, broke, no retirement. <laughs> <laughs> like a Behind true, all my taxes. Like a true <laughs> comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And still doing it and not thinking of doing anything else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that's the drug. That's that's yeah, what comics do. It's there's no fail safe. I mean, if you if you built a net, then you wouldn't be building your career. You'd be busy building a net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you you started at laughs when Scott Edwards was here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Was that out loud? It was out loud. <laughs> everybody has a Scott Edwards. Everybody has a story. Yeah. You, I can meet a comic from the East Coast and they, where are you from? I go, Sacramento. Does that mother son of a, you know what he did? And I, and you get a story. So. Oh, yeah. We got to. They gotta, don't stop though. They actually are still. We, we got a review the continue. other day that, um, that if Scott Edwards was running this place, it'd be way better. <laughs> was it signed S.E.? <laughs> <laughs> It was probably the, <laughs> or his wife. It was or, right. It was probably the guy that I had to kick out from because uh, his his chick wouldn't stop talking. Just do it soft, and uh, oh, and then yeah. yeah, we got a we got a review, and it was just like oh, um, okay, I get it. I've no. gotten I've gotten I got a letter once. I got an email, and it was um, and it it said I should kill myself. Oh. That Scott Edwards was a better club owner than I'll yeah. ever be, and yeah. that I should just kill myself. Huh. And well. I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not." So anyway, do that. if you need car insurance, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that previous club owner uh, works for State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up, I guess. Yeah, because he's not want. selling fleet vehicles at uh, Ford anymore, <laughs> so he's moved on to insurance. That's that's almost like comedy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. But the, but then you didn't work here during the Steve era. No, Steve would. He said, "I don't want to hire you because you're clean." I think people come here to be shocked and hear some vulgarity. And if you're not going to be that way, then uh, yeah, I don't have a place for you here. Really? Yeah. I never yeah, knew that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Because, I mean, thinking about the comics that he booked. I didn't really care a whole lot then. Yeah. You know, I had so many st- things I was booking myself. I well, had, you were doing so I had like four, corporate four stuff, casinos. casinos yeah. And, yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, I'm getting a couple grand a night and I'm I'm going to come and beg you so that I can make shit for a whole weekend. Right. But yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Really so you didn't really worry about it. Yeah. And, then, and then I came on the scene. Yes. Yeah, that was a tough nut to crack. Huh? And I ignored you for a while. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> uh, I was relentless, though. Yeah, huh? yeah. Well, you talked to my mom and Skip first. Yeah. And then you were talking about um, booking one of your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coordinating one of your gigs with one with my weekends yeah yeah and it's like i've got weekday stuff and yeah. then have them do my weekdays and work the club here and we book the same comics and we both pay them a little less but they get a big long week and a nice fat cha- paycheck it worked out good for them yeah, yeah yeah except for that i was stubborn at first and i was like i'm not what? booking anybody that nobody what yeah i don't know that person because i didn't know you i know, I know. now i know and mm, yeah I don't know if I'd do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how you think, how you meet people and how people become friends. And you never know who's, you never know, yeah. you know, what you're going to have in common or not in common or if it even makes any difference. Right. You know, some of my closest friends I got nothing in common with, really. Mm-hmm. 
but that's all right. It gives us perspective. Yeah, well, yeah. it's it changes it's it up having, a little. Having people that are like you, right? Yeah. If we were all the same, well, if they were all the same as you, it might it not be, be around long. That's true. That's true too. <laughs> Uh, want a good deal on a van? <laughs> uh, well, at least it's not a it's not a Kimberly. So <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> all of these um, these are inside jokes. Inside jokes may or may not be explained later. I don't know. Keep listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yes, so you lived in Utah at the time and then started working here. That's right. Yeah, I lived out there for about eight years. Yeah. 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 And then I don't even know why. I mean, because we you came out and visited when I was I know, there. but we weren't yeah. super close friends yet. It's so weird that you came out and that stayed I at my came house? and stayed at your house. Mm. Like it's weird to me now, really? still. And with your de- grandpa, yeah, too. with yeah. my because I was doing the and ten we days went fly fishing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jalen rode the ATV in your front yeah. yard, yeah. and you were all crazy driving it because you've <laughs> done it a million times with your kids. But with my one year old, it was fine. <laughs> And they're super I got a cute. picture somewhere of you riding it. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's super yeah. cute pictures of uh, of my kid fly fishing in a full on yeah. prom dress looking thing because all she wore was princess dresses fishing. at the time. Yeah, she was princess. Fishing. And then she would not touch that fish, no. and she was afraid you were going to touch her with the fish. Yeah. All, every yeah. every picture, she's looking <laughs> at the fish at like the I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I but I've thought about it. I'm like, it's weird. That I stayed with you. Uh, out of character for you. It's out of character for me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, do, I don't like to impose on people. Yeah. I don't. Because you guys I have gone to Yellowstone, that, right? You've yes. gone to Yellowstone and you're coming back down. Do you want to so know why the pause? Why? I never remember which one's which. Yosemite, Yosemite and Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> oh, I consider myself a highly intelligent person, but I really have to think about which one's One of which. them's a cartoon character. That yes. helps. <laughs> well, one of them is in California, yeah, and the other one right is not. Road, so, yeah. yeah, we had visited Yellowstone because we had uh, taken the train up to, into Oregon and then re- rented a car. And it was a, it was a, a drive, fly, and boat like little trip. 10 huh. days and we did a took a pirate ship out into the sea and back oh. and then we had taken the train up into oregon and then we drove across over montana dropped down into yellowstone and then yeah, came and yeah, saw you yeah, yeah. and it just kind of worked out that huh. you were like right there and it was like yeah. well i mean he offered but it's out of character for me huh, to accept funny. that kind of thing. But that's I mean, yeah. it kind of cemented our friendship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have gone either way. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, the more miles you put on, the more you want them out of your car. A hundred percent. That's very true. I love that analogy, by the way. I love the miles. The mileage? Yeah. yeah. And I tell, I, I butcher it all the time. That's all right. I just want to let you know. It's true, though. You, re- I look at, and I, I think comedy had a lot to do with me thinking about that analogy because really mm-hmm. my closest friends are people people i've literally spent a thousand miles on the road with and it changes your friendships right sometimes for work sometimes a thousand miles really get out of out, out of the car don't, don't call me for sometimes a while a hundred miles yes yeah we can we some can't people spend it's this like kind of time together around the block and i'm dropping you off right. yeah so i yeah. do my friendships are in 10 mile friendships 100 mile friendships thousand mile friendships and then uh you know that group of people that i would call if i had a dead body to get rid of my right. dbc dead, dead body DBC. club yes dbc yeah Although some people think that uh, women can't be in the DVC. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. he was taught a lesson. But we he? showed him. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the, so I tell people all the time the thousand miles 
Yeah. Um, because it's true. The more time you spend with somebody, you know whether you want to continue spending yeah, that time. Yeah. Or not. And you can bullshit for five or six hundred miles or seven, uh, yeah. but then you're out of chit chat and you talk about real stuff. Well, people bullshit through stuff. relationships for, for years. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, people people are dating and then get married and then it's like oh, you don't know who you married because they've been bullshitting for yeah, that long so yeah, it's the yeah. same thing in friendships it's funny i had a, a friend of mine his he was talking to me about his son his son was a, a senior in high school and he goes he just won't talk he won't open up i go dude a thousand miles yeah you got to take a road trip just the two of you a thousand miles a couple of weeks later i saw that he was going to the nfl uh hall of fame which i think is in canton ohio okay and so i google you know i did a map to see how far he was driving he lived in north carolina and it was 600 miles each way and I thought he's doing his thousand yeah, take miles. Your kid. And so yeah. I called him the week after he got back. I go, so how'd it go? He goes, it took 800 miles. <laughs> and, and just a couple hundred miles before they got home, his son just finally opened up and said, here's what I'm struggling with dad. And I'm mm-hmm. afraid of graduating in real life and you know, all these things, but it took 800 miles. I to, have a to plan to take Jaylen on a road trip between her eighth and ninth grade. Oh, so really? right before she goes into high school, yeah, yeah. right before I, uh, you know, quote unquote, lose her to, to, <laughs> to the, the teenage, teenage years. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> I know mean, that'll I, happen. <laughs> I, know, I, I know how terrible my mom and I had it. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah, we'll, bump, yeah. we'll bump heads. Yeah. But I mean, Jalen and I are kind of a lot more real than my mom and I were, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I was a daddy's girl. And so, right. but Jalen and I have more real conversations because I'm a more real person. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. do the passive aggressive. She knows exactly. And she yeah. is an empath. Oh, my Lord. She feels everybody's. Yeah. if mm-hmm. Especially me. Like if I'm mad or upset about something, she'll just put her hand. She's 10 years, just turned 10. Mm-hmm. Put her hand on my arm and go, it's okay, mom. I'm like, you're not supposed to comfort me ever. Stop it. But I. Who's the grown up here? It's not usually me. Not usually. We, uh, I, I found, saw this website. It is the ultimate road trip. Hmm. And you, you drive through the, the lower 48 states without doubling back. Right, right. I've seen that at a big school. And you that... see a major attraction in, in each state. Huh. And I was like, oh, it'll take two to three months. Yeah. Take a summer. I told you about Atlas Obscura. And just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've that, looked it up. Yeah, 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 that's the best. And it would be totally fun to, yeah, do that and just yeah. be on the road and just go. And we've talked about, you know, we talked about the cost and saving money Figuring to do it, it budgeting it, yeah. and kind of making it a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did a motorcycle trip with my boys, all three of my boys. And um, once I started thinking about it and planning it, I realized if I didn't do it that summer, I may nev- never have another summer where I would have all three of my boys. Right. Because my oldest was 18 and then there was – so then he's going to be off to school and church mm-hmm. mission and, you know, and they're, they're going to be coming and going for, you know, another 10 years yeah. or so. And yeah, it just became like that. Those those that, those two weeks got blocked off in hard ink and yeah. nothing. It doesn't matter what gig anything comes up. I have to take these two weeks. And we did two gold wings, okay, uh, motorcycles, uh-huh. and we did uh, about thirty five hundred miles in two weeks. Nice. And yeah, no place we had to go. Just right. No particular direction and yeah. You know. Yeah, we uh, we had talked about driving my aunt back from Maryland because she just moved back out here two years ago, I think. Hmm. And I had planned an entire trip, like because right, I, I love yeah. cross country. I mean, yeah. I I'm a military brat, so yeah. I moved from Florida to California and California to Alaska and Alaska. We came back down to Colorado and over to Cal- so I mean, yeah. Every four years, my yeah. life was spent on the road, I love road and trips. and I love it. 
And I just, and that's why I started doing it with her. We've done three 10 day road trips now, taken yeah, to Alaska. Yeah. Traveling is the best. And it is, so, it is. Meeting new like, people, weird people, yeah. good people, yeah. new friends. And yeah. going going across the country with my kid for a summer. Yeah, yeah. There's no better way to spend yeah. time. I had, uh, when I was in Utah, I was doing uh, seminars about the Dead Body Club and other levels of friendship. And I would start off saying, you know, my job as an entertainer is to make as many superficial friends as I can right. in a short amount of time versus mm -hmm. having these core relationships. And uh, I spoke, at, it was parents uh, at a school for delinquents. Utah's like this hub for the country. Really? Where, yeah, like Harvey Weinstein. His daughter went to his... Um, got sent to a camp in Utah. And huh. uh, so they do recovery work with them. They do drug rehab. They do all kinds. Of, and so this was parents of the kids that are in one of these schools. And I talked about the mileage. And afterwards, this lady came up. She was from Maryland. She said... Um, we were going to fly. I was going to come out here and fly home with him. And now I'm going to fly out here and rent a car. And when he's done here, we're going to drive all yeah. the way back to Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. Because it does. It changes. Right. You talk I mean, about everything on those road trips. Why not? And things and come up and they pop up and you see things and you see accidents and you see, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I, I think I, I would never, ever in a million years on the record want to be a comedian ever. Right. I don't. Have Come that. on, deep down you no. want to do some stage time. No, I do stage time every night <laughs> at the door on my way in. I have because that's little, elevated. That counts as stage time. Because <laughs> right, exactly. your little booth, you stand in. I have my little booth. That's your. And hey, I, I tell, nah, we don't have reservations for you. Just kidding. Right, right, right. I tell my little jokes over and over every night, just like you guys. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And I have my set. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but going like I've 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 traveled with you. I've yeah. gone I've gone on the road with Carlos. You know we've gone right, to festivals right. and. I, it's fun. It's it's mm -hmm. a lot of fun, and that's how I've I've built relationships doing that. Is, you know, yeah. just doing day day long road trips with a friend. Yeah, it's, you do. You talk about things. Yeah, yeah why not? And it's just got to be two. If you had a third person, it's it's different. Changes There's the dynamics. That, yeah, it does change the dynamics. Yeah. I used to take my kids when they were little. Um, I would take these comedy club gigs in the middle of nowhere for two hundred bucks. Yeah. But it didn't matter because it was going to be one kid. Um, and they took turns, they rotated, and they knew that uh, we're doing a road trip and we'll be back in two or three days. Yeah. And you just had, you know, it takes, sometimes it took two days of driving and then, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. They but, would open up and share and you'd talk about real stuff. Yeah. yeah I mean, this it's the best time to do it. It's the best way to do it. Yeah. 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 Because yep, otherwise, that's... kids ruin your life. So. <laughs> well, kids you might, are might definitely kids something. something out of them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes so that's the that's the dead body club and that is the dead body club and other but you do you don't do that seminar anymore um no i i need to i need to put it all together and uh, i've i've got a book that i'm working on the dead body club and other levels of friendship yeah so i need to finish that up and just talk about um because we don't you know um vulnerability is what changes friendships right. when you take a risk and share some things that you're not sure if you should share or not and um you're never taught how to do that, you know? You're taught, you know, like you look at when I'm, if, if I get paid to walk around and do close up magic, you know, I'm approaching a group of people I, I don't know. Right. And there's a skill set of how to impress those people and how to make them laugh. And it's always, you know, it's your all the good things, all the positive things, and every, you've got everything together and you've got to look like you own it. And, um, and it's just the total opposite of what you need to do to have, you know, real deep friendships and to be vulnerable. And so, um, yeah, I've got this book. We're just talking about the how the the mileage or the relationships change over mileage. Yeah, yeah. Until you have people you'd call if you had a dead body. Yeah.
or or if you were going to be the dead or if you're going to make one yeah right. or true yeah. true yeah if you're standing on the bridge you gotta have and you gotta have <laughs> a few numbers because people are busy right they, yeah. they can't they can't all be no. sitting at the ready waiting for you truth yeah, which takes us to, I guess, one degree. Oh, nice segue. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try. Yeah. 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 So it's a comedy show about depression and suicide. One degree of separation, a funny look at depression and suicide. That's and you've name. been doing that for a year and a half now? Almost no, a year No, it'll half. be um, our year anniversary tomorrow. We did our first show January 10th. Oh, So this see? is our year anniversary tonight, almost. God, it seems like a lifetime. It does. It really does. It seems like way It's like I don't, hardly don't remember not doing the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah, and you've had, you've had many comics come through now. At least and, a dozen. Yeah. Probably more than that. Probably closer to, you know, 15, 20 maybe. Yeah. After tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's really become your mission. It is. Yeah. yeah. This is all I work on. I still do comp regular, sh- but I don't really promote or call or I just work on this. And we've got, uh, we've got our state filing done. Um, and so we should have our federally federal filing done in the next week or two. Um, and we'll, then we'll be a 501c3 nonprofit nice. and then we can get grant money and donor money and that kind of stuff. So. And this is one degree of separation, mm-hmm. a funny look at suicide and depression, mm-hmm. which we're actually behind the showroom right now. And we're there, about, we have a show tonight. having a show tonight. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, you've had great crowds come out and it's really funny because when you first, I don't know, pitched the idea or told me the idea yeah. or whatever and asked if you could use the room. I knew it was either going to go really well, right, or, or crickets, terribly yeah. bad. It was kind it's, of it's a, not something anybody's doing, or any, you know, there's comics that'll get up and, and they'll do shows and they'll talk about their depression, right, and it's their story and their life and all that. And there's you know that's not anything original. And there's a lot of comics that do that. They have you know mental health themed. Um, you know, Ali Yada has her Invisible Disability show, mm-hmm. which is comics heating up and talking about their stuff as, as a set, as a comedy set, right. Um, but this is different. We, uh, everybody does five minutes of comedy and, and I tell the comics, I go, it doesn't have to be mental health comedy. Right. I want them to laugh. Right. For five minutes. I want them to see who you are. You're just establishing yeah. that you can yeah. fake it too. Yeah. 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 That you're happy up there. We yeah. are happy up on stage. Yeah. It's when we get off stage when everything sucks, <laughs> yeah. but up there, it's a happy place. And yeah. so then we come back out and it's a panel and then we answer five questions and those questions really delve into everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a topic that's, um, taboo or out of bounds you know i interview all the comics before they're on the show because if they won't share their story with me they're not going to share it on stage right and uh, and i ask them is there anything you won't talk about that we've discussed they go no all right so you'll talk about you know being molested when you were a little girl or being molested when you were a little boy right and that childhood trauma you'll talk about your suicide attempt you'll talk about getting your 5150 lockup your 5250 for those who don't know a 5150 is a three-day mental health lockup i'm familiar with that we call it going to the resort <laughs> A 5250 is a 14-day lockup, which is also my street address. Oh, that means my uh, parking meters didn't expire in two minutes. <laughs> well, here, please pause. No, all right, all right we're going we're gonna to continue I exactly think, where we were. Exactly, right. It's right. A, we we're going to pick it right up. We're a nonprofit now, 501c3, yeah. so we can get money. <laughs> right, <laughs> funding. funding. The shows are, it's different than doing a regular comedy show. And the yeah. comics, even like Ellis has talked about, he goes, yeah, he goes, doing regular comedy shows now. Um, is very different because it's not as fulfilling. It's not, you know, yeah. it's it's fun to make drunk people in a bar laugh, 
but it's different doing this show and having people come up to you afterwards and say, this changed me. Well, and it changed the way I look and the way I feel about I think that's depression. comparing apples to oranges because you're yeah. comparing a comedy show to a, a group I mean, therapy session. Like, right, exactly. It kind yeah, of is. It's that's hard to describe the show to people. Yeah. I've even, you know, um, we did Sac State and there was a, uh, they came and interviewed us because they were concerned about the theme and the topic. And and um, so this girl that interviewed, she watched our all of our video stuff. Uh, she interviewed Ellis and I and where we talked about it and what it's like. And then and then she attended the show and I asked her, is it what you expected? And she goes, no. <laughs> and it's like, so I don't know. She had as much information as I could give and explain. And it's hard to, you know, it's hard to explain what the show's like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Just that we laugh. Yep. It's fun. We don't. We make fun of our own stuff. Right. We're not making fun of people who, you know, committed suicide. Like, oh, look how he did that. You know, it's not no. like that. And it's done. It's very sensitive. We had uh, VSP Global. We had somebody write and said it was so tasteful. You know, and it was and it was nice to laugh and to uh, just be real about you know something that's a dark topic. Yeah. Well, the fact yeah. that you're talking about it from your own perspective, you're not. We're not lecturing. You're yeah, not lecturing. Yeah. You're not. You're not trying to. to we don't give advice. Right. <laughs> right. I, I say in the show. I go. I look, we're not up here. We're not up here because we have all the answers and because we have our depression figured out. And you can see by us talking that some have it figured out a little better than others. And it doesn't matter. We're up there because we'll talk about it. We're comics. We'll talk about anything right. on stage. And this is what we're going to talk about. And nothing's off the table. And it gets tense. And comics cry. It's rare that we have a show where somebody doesn't get choked up. Right. Well, um, it's kind of a thing to see who goes yeah, first. Yeah, who goes first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had, uh, I think it'll be Chris tonight. If yeah. Somebody cried. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Diana's going to hide her feelings. Yeah. More mm -hmm. than, but yeah. The dinner last night was, the dinners are honestly the best part. Yeah. They're really one of the best parts of doing it. It's, we laugh, uh, we cry, we, um, we have a dinner so that we know each other differently than we do as comics right and everybody talks about their history with depression and their lives and their diagnosis or undiagnosis that they're just figuring it out but they've never been you know to therapy or been clinically diagnosed and uh and then we answer the five questions around you know do like a round table and kind of see what the answers are going to be and and it changes the relationship that night changes the relationship of everybody that goes to those dinners right so yeah we had a dinner last night and it was you know, laughter and sobbing. And, well, the thousand yeah. miles don't always have to be mileage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that equivalent There's emotional of time. miles, too. Well, yeah. here's, here's how I compare it. Um, you could go a thousand miles at 55 miles an hour, or you right. could do it at 100 miles an hour. And the accelerator is vulnerability. Right. Right. The more right. vulnerable you are, then the faster you get through. You can go through a lot of miles real quick if you're with somebody that's like dead honest. And here's what I've struggled with and my abuse and abuses. And, you know, you could cover a lot of ground real fast when people are open and real. So. Yeah. Which is not something you find a lot in comedy. No, no. I mean, even even behind the scenes, a lot of, a lot of comics struggle, but yeah. you wouldn't know. Yeah. Unless you unless you get to know them. Yeah. I didn't. I mean, it took me a year or two, two years, maybe, maybe even three before I realized that comics struggle as much as they do. Yeah. It's 80%. Yeah. Because I see, yeah. I see you on stage the same as everybody else. Yeah. I'm not Funny, back in happy, the green we're the happy, room. we're the clown. Yeah. 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 What, do you, what do you mean you have depression? Yeah. What do you have to be you know, upset funny. There's, about? Um, I've said this among, amongst comics, and they all laugh, at, and it's a laughter of recognition. Uh -huh. 
and I'll say, I go, how many of you have had this? Let's say it's Wednesday and you're done. Fuck it. I don't want to live anymore. I'm going to die today. And then you go, oh, no, I got a gig on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I can't die today. I got a gig Friday. Well, we'll see how the gig goes. And I say that and comics laugh. And it's this laughter of, yeah, yeah. I've done that and I've been there. Yeah. And yeah well, see, really that's true. why I book six months out. That's how I do my part. I know. You put of- me all the way to August. I got to do a thing in August. Shit, I don't want to stay alive that long. That's how I do my part in keeping comics alive. Just keep it just dangling way enough, far right? out. Yeah, no, no he, he can't die. Go. He's, no, he's got a week in August or whenever. He, yeah, he'll be his commitment to comedy is better than his commitment <laughs> to suicide. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're kind of pussies all at the same time. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, at least his commitment so far has been yeah the comedy then yeah yeah so yeah. but it is it's very real and everybody has their you know it's just such a unique story you know I, the, the sac state i was concerned about doing the sac state show because it's a college yeah and you hear all of the you know woke and the you know cancel culture and um you know that they're fragile and political correctness and here right. we're doing a comedy show about depression and suicide right if there's an opportunity Trigger. if there's an opportunity for trick i mean they really did they did a special interview for, before yeah. so that people could see um we ha- had to announce before the show started um there are therapists in the back Back of the room. Wow. So if any of you are having problems or, you know, triggered that there's people here, there's, yeah. you know, so we had a, you know, and it didn't make shit a difference. Yeah. We got up there and we're telling our stories. We're not right. telling other, we're telling our stories and, and the struggles were just, they, there, there was so, we had so much more in common. And the fact that I'm 56 and most of these were got kids right. in their 20s right. didn't, didn't make any difference. It's the same dialogue, the same questions, the same. We were swarmed after the show was over. Yeah, that's awesome. And it was interesting. Their mental health uh, services director for the university, she came out afterwards. She goes, they didn't leave. Right. I go, what? She goes, they leave. Yeah. If it's not riveting and interesting, they're on their phone or they get up and they leave. And you mm-hmm. guys did an hour and a half long show about depression and suicide and there was not a kid in here that got up and walked out and they were on the edge of their chairs watching the entire thing yeah because it was just it's all relatable it doesn't right. matter color creed it well, doesn't matter had people show up for the show <laughs> that they just come for a show yeah they don't, didn't know, they don't know yeah that, surprise what they're getting into <laughs> and i do kind of warn them i'm like this is yeah. a comedy show like you're yeah yeah like i just talked to a couple when to... i went out to the bar out there yeah that were yeah. just same the same thing so yeah this isn't but they haven't left no, I, no. I, even the ones that that yeah, stay stumbled you know, upon and, it yeah stumble upon it they stay and they check it out the show's called one degree of separation and the one degree is if you don't struggle somebody you know does mm-hmm. and that's just the truth and if you don't if you don't know somebody then you're really just a shitty friend <laughs> there are people around you <laughs> but you you're unaware somebody that you, then, then you aware. haven't gotten to that level of vulnerability right you, you got 10 mile you got 10 mile friendships right. maybe some hundred mile friendships and that's right. all you've got yeah. And that's what you live with. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. That's why that's why when you when you started talking about the show and you're like, I need yeah. comics, I was like, oh, well, I named. Uh, right, you. right. Yeah. I'm like, because I've because I'm friends with them right. enough that I know that vulnerability. Yeah. I Steph know. and I had talked. We talked a lot about yeah. it. And then. Uh, well, and you talked to her more because she started coming to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. That's and where, we would talk at the gym. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because comedy doesn't lend to. Vulnerability, even behind the scenes. Like, you don't really have that connection. I mean, because you're making new connections every week. You're working with different people all the time. Yeah, they're short lived, short lived. Yeah, right. Yeah. You have these ten mile friendships yeah. with people with comics that yeah. you see on the road, or you know, hey, you I had just, somebody describe it like we're the uh, we're the uh, it's it's like the Wild West, and we sh- we ride into town, 
and we do our thing and then we ride away. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of, there's a lot of, that's a, it's a pretty good analogy of what it's like doing comedy. Is yeah. That, yeah, you go into town and you're the star and you're the, you know, for a night or three nights or whatever, how long that club ru is running. And then you'd ride, you get on your horse and ride off in the sunset to right. the next town. To be a memory. And to find, yeah, to go find another group of people in the next town and the next bar. And, yeah. yeah. It was when, it was when uh, Sean Peabody is the one that I was the first one mm. That I knew struggled. Yeah. And I was like, and because he, he had told me that he had struggled, and I was like, you what? What do you mean? It was like finding out the comics are still nervous. I was like, what do you mean? You do great. What are, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. And, but knowing one opened my eyes to knowing more. And yeah. then, and then you understanding. See the signs. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, well, the lifestyle you live doesn't. Mm. It, it doesn't it doesn't give you any help with your <laughs> mental health no. here you're on stage and you're in this you euphoria this and this high yeah and yeah this adulation and, and people yeah. just think you're amazing and then you and then you three go, hours later yeah you're in a hotel room by yourself Going, in a town that you don't know where anything is yeah, or if i'm so great friends. how come i'm sitting here by myself right yeah right yeah. struggling in your relationships at home because swings. you're never at home yeah that pendulum swings the yeah. other direction yeah. yeah and that's when i went oh well, no wonder. And I think, you know, comics pretty much take it for granted that, yeah, that's I, when I say 80% of comics struggle with depression, comics are like, oh, yeah. But I think m people outside of comedy, they're always, they're surprised at that. It's like, how can you, but you're so happy, you make people laugh. How can, you know, how can there be a, you know, a job that's less depressing than making people laugh? But Right, know. yeah. That, We're not depressed on stage. Right, exactly. Well, that's the... I mean, we've talked about does comedy hurt or help? Yeah, you know, and and you've had you've had the comics on the panels answer that does comedy hurt or help? Yeah, and and for the most part, I don't think I've heard any of them say that comedy hurts. I mean, it's no. still a double edged sword. The lifestyle, the lifestyle, of comedy is probably bad. isn't isn't real conducive to right. Yeah, but comedy itself, yeah. lends an outlet. It does. For you to talk. I about. think um, I talk about this in the show. I think I'm like a type one diabetic for depression. That a type 1 diabetic, they have a chemical imbalance in their body from the time they're a little kid, usually, mm -hmm. and they have to medicate that their whole lives. They will always, that, that will never go away. They, um, I'm sorry, I just saw a text message, you know. <laughs> um, it'll never go away. And, they'll always, and I think that's me. I didn't have a traumatic childhood. I didn't have, you know, stuff that pushed me into depression. I just... I think that my brain doesn't produce enough serotonin, and so I've had to find ways my whole life. I look at elementary school, junior high school. I, I would listen to everything the teacher said, um, not to listen to what they were saying, but just to think of a joke. Yeah. And if I could get the teacher to laugh or the right. kids to laugh or just whisper something to one friend and they laughed, and there's that shot. Right. You know, and then it just that just goes and goes Gives and you goes. That serotonin yeah. that you're missing. Yeah, doing magic, the same thing, fooling people. Um, Except at the end of the day, yeah, you don't that have wears that off. Audience, yeah, yeah, or audience, you don't yeah, have that person yeah. to, to chuckle at whatever you're. Yeah, then you're then you're alone with your thoughts, and, and you spiral down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, and then you could, you know, some alcohol that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh wait, no, no, that's a depressant, huh? <laughs> right. Oh, now I get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me pour you another. <laughs> uh, now I get it. Yeah. 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 But but when you so you have ha struggled with, with depression and suicide even yeah 
I mean, 51-50, three-day hold. You, yeah, you, it was kind of a bullshit hold. You know the story. I do, I do it was know kind the story. Of a bullshit <laughs> thing. Yeah, I needed your, help, but not your locked family up for three wouldn't days. say it was a bullshit thing. Mm, and the people whatever, that loved you, whatever, you scared whatever. them. Whatever. But but that was not an you know you and you said this to me. I knew when you wrote that. So for the audience. Um, I made a post on Facebook. Because Facebook is where you should share all of your deep and dark well, feelings. Well, it was worth it for all the messages I got from people. There were yeah. so many people that said, I go through the same thing and thanks for sharing. Private would messages. You, would you say, because that was before. I would do it great, again except for the lockup thing. Would I would you handle different. say that yeah. that maybe sparked an interest in sharing more of your story about depression though? I think um, it made me really stop and go, all right, if I don't actively engage in my mental health, then I'm just not going to be around. Yeah. If I don't take an active role in it, I'm not going to be around. Yeah. Not for very long at all. Yeah. And, and so that, um, I had a therapist who comped his time. I didn't have money. I went and talked to the, this is a guy who I'd seen before said, here's what's going on. Here's where I'm at. Here's what the deal is. I just got out of a lockup and he said, uh, let's meet on Tuesdays. Don't miss an appointment. And, uh, this is on me. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, and so that, you know, which, that helped talking to him and which but even, the lockup was of no help at all. No, the a lockups are a dreadful, hold. wretched, you know, I told friend, I go, you know, Hollywood exaggerates things. Like you see one flew over the cuckoo's nest, you see mental hospitals and you go, yeah. well, that's got to be exaggerated. And it's like, no, yeah, that's not exaggerated. That's really that what the peop other people are like in there. There were, I think in the unit I was in, there must have been maybe 20 people in there. And there were two people that I could have normal conversations with. Yeah. And the rest were, you know, you could definitely within a couple seconds tell that they had serious mental health. A lot of them are homeless. Mm -hmm. um, there's no therapy in there. They don't give you counseling. They're not helping you do life plan. There's nothing. They're just like, what drugs can we get give you to get you out of here? Right. And if you don't want to take the drugs, all right, then we're going to keep you longer. And right. I was like, all right, well, then let's give me drugs. Um, I don't know. Let's try that. Yeah. And I'll yeah, do whatever I have to do to get, to get out, out. To get out. And yeah. then I'm going to stop doing whatever because I don't want to do it anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So it really was of no help whatsoever. No, no. I mean, no. it gave you some material. It did. It did. But that post, but, you know, I posted about what my day was like. Yeah. And, and it was it was a day where I was done and I went up and said goodbye to my parents. Which is not an atypical not, day for you. No, it's that's not it's normal. Yeah. I, I, I'd say at that we, time. That's what we talked about. Is, yeah. That's your normal. That's my normal. Yeah. But yeah, I have days where I'm going to end it. Yeah. And then usually by one or two in the afternoon, I'm over it. <laughs> and I've talked myself out. And all right, well, I'm going to head back home now. And yes, that was that day. Yeah. It was, I was done. I'm finished. I'm not going to do this anymore. I went and said goodbye to my parents, started driving out to this place in the desert. Uh, it was like a, an eight-hour drive to where I was going to go. I made about 45 minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like... Yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I turned around and I thought, I'm going to write about what this day was like and what I went through today and what it felt like. Just to share. I'm past it. I'm yeah. out of it. I'm not in it now. Yeah. I should have been more clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> in the post. I admit, I say, hey, I'm fine right now. Just so you know, that would have helped a lot. It would have changed And I posted, things. here's what my day was like. Yeah. And, uh, and my, yeah, my freaking phone blew up and yeah. and then i took i took the post down i said hey you know i shouldn't have posted that and but i got Which, so okay but saying you shouldn't have posted that it didn't it didn't make it, it didn't any make it better, better. <laughs> because, because now it was like it, it was more it shouldn't of a, have posted it. Yeah. i shouldn't have shared 
Uh, yeah. How my my feelings. I shouldn't have shared what I, I shared. Well, but it's like, well, you should have shared it. You probably just shouldn't have shared it on Facebook. Or, yeah, I should have blocked my sister or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure your sister uh, wasn't the only one that was terrified. But that, you know, I really did. did. I had so many, so many. Just I can't count how many private messages people yeah. said. I love that you posted this, and you shouldn't have taken it down. And you know, I go through the same thing. That's my normal too. Yeah. And uh, it's comforting to hear that other people that you like struggle with the same thing. And you know, I think that's what's, I, and I think that's that's why I, with the show, I really want people to like us for the first part. That's why everybody do five minutes. I want them to like you. Yeah. Because if you like people, you listen to them. Yeah. So that really, that first part of this show, everybody do five minutes. I want them to like you and kind of know who you are. Right. Well, and then when we get up there, they have a reason to listen. And, yeah. And you and you have this, you have this normal life. With this yeah. hanging over your head, you can still, you know, go through day to day just like yeah. a regular person does. You can still go to work and kiss your kids and do all that right. and, and be suffering and, from depression and not say anything. Yeah. To anybody ever. 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 There's yeah. a lot of people who do that until mm-hmm. then they're gone and they're like, I had no idea. Nobody had any idea. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. did you have an idea? Yeah. I don't know. If you're, It depends upon how good of a friend you are. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I think about it almost every day. Suicide. Yeah. I and I joke. And I, I joke about, about it. I joke about it in the show, but it, I people laugh because they recognize the same thing that it's uh, it's on my list of things to do almost every day. Yeah. When I get up in the morning, that yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, and uh, it's on my list. But I have a lot of other things to get done first, and I'm very ADD and I procrastinate, so I just never get that far down in the list. It's not you know? just suicide. I know. You procrastinate I know. On. It's, it's everything. everything. So, I know. Maybe I mean, if I had a I, life coach, I guess I'm maybe glad I need that... a life coach to get that far down the list. <laughs> I think I think it's probably a good thing that you're a procrastinator. Yeah. Maybe. Ah, dang it. Maybe that's I got what... so close today. <laughs> so close today. That's what that's that's the difference between you and somebody that's actually done it. They're just more efficient. It's like I just needed to change the oil on my car. That was the last thing I had on my list. And suicide. Damn it. All right. Now tomorrow I'm gonna have a whole new list. (laughs) Gonna work way work my way down. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Well, but that and that is normal for a lot of people. Yeah. I think, uh, well, of the people that I know. Yeah. You're you're a pretty extreme case. Because mm-hmm. I because so. we've talked yeah. about the fact that you wake up every day, mm-hmm. and whether you're whether you're at oh the the other thing is the one to ten oh the one to ten scale yeah, yeah. whether you're at a one or whether you're at a ten yeah which yeah. which is a, a scale tens of, tens like yeah you've already jumped off the, ten is you're dead yeah nine is you're right on the edge of the bridge or the hammer's back on the gun you got your finger on the trigger right you're standing yeah, on the standing right. on the stool with the yeah yeah, yeah. the rope's neck. already tied it's yeah. already you know eight uh you're, you're on your way you're on your way to the bridge yeah yeah you're tying you know seven you're googling what's a good bridge you know what kind of rope should i use right right yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's a progression to to all of it yeah. yeah and i think i i think i normally wake up with a three yeah that that's just where I start, and then I have I have ways of getting down from there, mm-hmm. you know, meditation things and uh, music, or I mean, there's things that I can do, therapy things, medications, that get that three down to a zero or a one, and uh, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I wake up and it's a five, and it goes to six, seven, eight, and you just spiral and uh, just don't want to move. Yeah. Just want to 
Yeah. Rhoda Ramon had a great analogy. She goes, she goes, I feel like when my depression, because the first question in the five questions is what's it feel like physically? Um, and I think people who don't struggle, it's unusual. For, they, they don't realize there's a physical element when it comes on. She goes, I feel like I ran a marathon and my body's just exhausted and spent and I can't do anything. And yeah, some days that's what, you know, that's yeah. how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Not today, because no. I got a gig you have tonight. A show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> actually, you have a show tonight where you get to talk about depression. Talk about it, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Do you find that you feel better on one degree days? After the show? No. The day? No. Like no, I stress anxiety. How many people are we going to have? Am I going to have money to pay all the comics? Am I going to make anything tonight? Yeah. You know, because this is my life. Even though it's a great message and all that, it's still. I got to pay bills and do yeah. things and alimony and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I stress about um, if people are going to show up. So is after better? Or yeah. Is it after is better. It's also exhausting, too. Yeah. Because it's um, it's emotion. You know, it's doing something that's emotionally based takes it takes energy out of you. Yeah. yeah. Steph talks about she's always exhausted, just mentally exhausted the day after the show. Well, and I could see I yeah. could s- not that it doesn't affect you, but you are so open about your depression yeah. all the time that I don't imagine it's as yeah I don't really get trying yeah. for you yeah. but you're having you're having comics you know go up that have, have haven't talked about their depression before Ever. Or have just started talking about yeah. their depression and are just discovering that they have depression right and yeah. they're like oh well, let me do it in front of a room of strangers and yeah yeah, yeah. I can imagine I mean, it's an it's amazing thing be. that they'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some comics who won't. There's some comics who I've talked to say, hey, look, I know you struggle. And and they're like, yeah, no, I'm not ready to do that and get up in front of a group of people. You know, yeah. our show we did in Utah um, uh, um, in November, um, I was the only one who didn't break down sobbing at some point during the show. And one of the comics, he's a news anchor in, yeah. in Salt Lake City. So, I mean, people see him and they know him. He's like a field reporter anchor. And he broke down sobbing and talked about being molested when he was a little boy. And wow. his teenage years, how he just hated himself and wanted to die. And, um, yeah, we all – I was the only one. I, I got choked up, but I didn't break down sobbing. Probably because yeah. I just do the show so much. Right. But everybody else. And then there was the – there's and in those moments, then they always follow with some smart-ass comment and the biggest <laughs> laughter – I tell right. people, I go, that second part of the show, there's more laughter. And right. it's very real laughter because it's raw and it's not canned and made up. And uh, yeah. Yeah. But you can see them switch that gear and go, look, I have to hide that really quick. Yeah. To, yeah. That's let me, enough. Let me make something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's hit the break. Let me say something funny about that. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't crying. You were crying. <laughs> yeah. Todd Johnson was on our show in Utah. Yeah. And he talked about, he did a show the night his mom died. Okay. The, his mom died that afternoon. He literally said, all right, dad, the coroner's on their way here. Um, I got to go. I have a gig tonight. Yeah. And because that, that was his therapy. And yeah. he, I go, you know, I go, how was the show? I go, did you kill it? <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. He said, I gave 110% that show because I needed that. And I needed, and I knew there were going to be people there that were struggling with things yeah. and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, if you ever want yeah. uh, um, inappropriate dark uh, humor, Brad is definitely <laughs> the one to talk to. I know, everything from my car that uh-huh. I own to uh, uh-huh. my life, yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, I, th- I think that's how we bonded, though. I mean, I... Because the dark, sinister side of... I don't yeah. suffer from depression, We both, we hate but... similar... Con- you know, we have, <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have mutual <laughs> people right. that we dislike. Right. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. on your list, too. Yeah, what did he do to you? Oh, that's <laughs> no bitch. Yeah, no, here's, what, yeah, here's my story. Right, yeah. right, right. I even called you this last week with yeah. a story. Hey, what's your experience with so-and-so? And, right, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody has an experience with somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean the comedy community is so small. Yeah, yeah. like don't burn bridges. No, you, you don't fools. have. A, you're gonna run out of places to go. Right, yeah. right. Especially, oh, yeah. I, I mean, know. if we could teach, if I if if I could teach comics anything, <sighs> then they would dick. learn a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be a dick ever. Like ever. I mean, that is 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 that smartass remark or that snide post or is it? Is it going to help you in the end? <laughs> yeah. Is it going to get yeah, you booked again? Is it going to get you Comments brought back? Comments are whack. It's, they're whack. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. They definitely, you know, it, it's hard to get into a business because you don't want to be in business. Right. And have to learn. You don't want to have a real job. You, have to you don't want to have those disciplines. You don't want to have those disciplines. Right. You just want to get up and make people laugh. Right, right. Oh, oh what? I got to do taxes on that money they paid me? Right. Shit. You mean I have to contact what? people to get booked? They're not what? just going to call me? Don't they me? know who I am? Right. Don't yes. they know who I am? I got a dry bar comedy special. They should yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Where you, where you talk about your dog and people don't appreciate that. Some don't. I know. Oh, did you read some of the comments? Yeah. Oh my goodness. It entertains me, but I'm like, I always, I always think about like, I don't want to, I don't want to be a famous person. I mean, I have enough people that talk enough shit about me and I don't care Yeah. because it's not my business. Yeah. Like, I don't care what people say about me. It's not my business. Yeah. But to read the comments on some of the stuff that you guys do, I'm just like, people are. I know. Just People lovely. Are, they're just, everybody's trolling. There's so many trolls. Yeah. I did you see. It is, I mean, because I, the whole bit I did was about my my dog. My dog travels with me. It's a service dog. And people ask me stupid questions. Mm-hmm. And so I, I lie to them and I tell them that I have IBS and the dog lets me know if I'm going to shit myself. Right? Right. Because and it's people, none of their business. Because it's none of their business. And right. people um, make comments like, um, I think service dogs are a serious subject and they shouldn't be some of part, part of somebody's comedy skit. Mm-hmm. And I find it offensive. Mm-hmm. And then you would have one comment like that. Then you'd have 238 responses. Of, You're an idiot. Why do you even watch comedy? Right. You need to pull your head out of your head. I mean, it's right. just the comments. You know, Chris- my son going on there and trolling. <laughs> my son was just going on there posing. I've seen this slimy, ugly dog and it's flea infested and dirty and has dingle balls hanging off its ass. And people were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he takes that dog. Yeah. Because <laughs> my son's yeah. dark and twisted. Right. Right, like right. We are. <laughs> doesn't doesn't help anymore. No. Then, yeah. uh, then, uh, yeah, the rest. My son wants to do stand up this next year. Yeah. My youngest son. Yeah. He Where's through, he going through it? divorce. He's in Virginia. Yeah. And he goes, Dad. He goes, I just want enough where I could, you know, like host a spot at a club one night. And he's done a little bit at work where they have like company party mm-hmm. things, so it's industry specific. And yeah. you know, he, uh, yeah. So that's his. That's one of his bucket list things this uh-huh. next year is to do some open mic. And you like, think once he does it, the the bug will bite him and he'll have to keep doing it. I don't know. He's got a really good job, so he wouldn't give that. <laughs> okay, up. listen. And, I've um, known comics with really good jobs. <laughs> Uh, and they don't think about quitting them fast enough. They're uh, just like, oh, yeah. I'm going to. Like, comedy is a drug. 
Yeah. It's a yeah, drug for you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, good jobs. And they're like, they're like, you know, when I make it in comedy, you have a six-figure income. What do you You're not mean gonna, what's make, make it, it yeah. in comedy? What? You want to work 52 weeks a year at clubs? You're not going to make six figures. <laughs> no. You want to work 52 weeks out of the 52 weeks, you, right? you're not going to make six figures. Right. Take your six figures, cut it in half. Right. You're not going to make that working 52 <laughs> weeks. No, no. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's yeah. true, but, yeah. but comedy's a drug. Yeah, and, I know. And you guys always want to. They need to. They need a rehab program. <laughs> what would it right? C? C A A comedy comics. Comics Anonymous. C A. Yeah. yeah, Comics Anonymous. Yeah. yeah. My name's Brad. Hi, Brad. <laughs> I used I'm to a be comedian. A <laughs> I used to be a comedian. What's your last show date? <laughs> Uh, well, tonight actually, uh, right. but I'm quitting. Uh, right, you right. want to chip? Do, I'm going to do three minutes <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be the problem with CA is everybody'd run the light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. They would. They would. Comics Anonymous. Yeah. Oh my god. So, if you could give your younger self, comic self, any advice, what would you? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Because I like what I do, yeah. so I don't know that I would. I. Um, but what you do has changed. It has. Would you? I think. I think. Would you my, want to have get, I think gotten my, into this earlier? I think my advice would would be to be more real sooner and talk about real stuff, yeah. real deep stuff, and find because it is. There's ways to make. You know, we laugh in this show, and we're talking about our suicide attempts yeah. and that stuff, and just that there's that laughter heals. I think that would be my advice. Is that yeah, delve into serious stuff, do some real real life things and people will relate to it and it'll you know it'll yeah. work out yeah that's good so, i like it yeah i'd like to see more real life things yeah i don't want to hear about how bad asian drivers are anymore <laughs> <laughs> i know well you know there's so many topics and there's they've just everything's you know there's it's you, it's rare that you hear a topic that you haven't heard somebody else do a bit about right and it may not be the same and it's a different angle but you know, how many comics have talked about, you know, oh, those little peanut bags on airplanes and, right. <laughs> you know, flying and not having, you know, just flying in general. And there's just so many things that I uh, So Spirit Air is the is the new one that that everybody talks about flying spirit. Huh. The terrible airline and how yeah. often it is. And I was actually. They're the new Southwest Airlines. Yeah. Because that, I, that I, used to but, be, Southwest used to be the butt end of the jokes, but yeah, they're not exactly. anymore. But now, yeah, yeah, Spirit's worse. Yeah. And I was, I uh, was, uh, I don't remember where I was coming back from, but I was coming back from somewhere. And of all the Spirit Air jokes I've heard, we're we're taxiing into the thing, and I saw a plane, and the colors are yellow and black. It looks like fucking caution tape. I was like, of all the jokes I've heard, why Nobody. has that visual not been uh, the, the yellow the, and black? The, yeah. It literally, what you're getting on a plane that looks like caution tape. Yeah. And you, and you, when it wrecks, you expect when it, to it wrecks, be well. they don't have to tape it off. Right, exactly. exactly. I'm like, it's already yellow this, and black. Do not enter. This could, this They're thinking ahead. So they know. Things. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah, that's that's uh, that was my perspective. There I you go. Like, See, you should get up. Try that on stage. Absolutely not. Look, I just did it right here. <laughs> if anybody does that joke now, you know where it came from. Yeah, right here. Yeah, right here. It's 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 a uh, on tape <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, sitting down Certainly. with me and you betcha. talking about all your stuff. stuff.
Uh, well, some of your well, stuff we can't it, talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, no, we'll talk more. We'll talk more later. <laughs> Let right. me check my text messages. We're gonna have more to. We're gonna have more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we are. I can't wait. <laughs>